Hello everyone, this is Lions Den and welcome to Roaring Your Podcast. Today's podcast, I'm going to tell you my reaction to the loss of my election. That's, you know, really not surprising. Um, and plus, I'm going to also going to talk to you about my leaving New Mexico for good and, you know, move on back to Nashville. So I'm going to express it right here on this podcast. So Sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready and your soda ready because Lions Den will return. Okay, everyone, we're back and welcome back to Roar Your Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you subscribe to this podcast right here on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Lions Den. You can follow me on Instagram at the underscore real underscore lions underscore den number two. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Black Carnival Cruise Lovers with Thomas and Robin. And I would love to discuss any travel news and cruise news that's about to happen. And um, basically, if you want to support me or donate me in any way, you can go ahead and cash at me. It's Lions Den 49. Thank you. Now, with that being said, let's talk about this topic. Um, This is for the first time I'm going to, you know, talk about, you know, my reaction to what happened yesterday. Uh, For those of you that didn't know, I was running for, you know, in the local 331 here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, the position was state executive board member, and I was one of the observers of, you know, the, the voting, the counting of the votes. And unfortunately, of course, I, I lost the election. Um, and let me let me say this, because, you know, here in Albuquerque, this is a predominantly white city. A predominantly Hispanic, white Hispanic city, and a three percent black population here in the state of New Me- state of New Mexico alone. What we're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, is that this this state, whether you live in Albuquerque or Santa Fe, this state alone is racist. And I'm going to tell you why it's racist. They never give black people a chance here in the States. And and I now understand why they're leaving. This is supposed to be a democratic state. Supposed to be a democratic state. And, and so I'm going to say it's a lot of controversial things. And also I'm leaving Albuquerque to move back to Nashville finally. But I'm going to talk about that later. But right now, I'm focused on, on this election. See, I felt like when I got into, you know, when, you, when I see them counting the ballots and everything, I knew in my heart that I, I'm not going to win this election. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about the Postal Service like this, but this is, cor- this, this is one of the most corrupt places you ever worked at. Some people are not going to talk about it, but I am. Um, I want to give a shout out to Miss K from Miss K Go Postal, as well as JH. Their YouTube channels about the Postal Service was strictly amazing. Um, you can follow them on their YouTube channels. They're amazing. But a lot of people don't know 
that living in Albuquerque, New Mexico alone, you have, you know, majority of Hispanics and majority of uh, Navajo Indian population here. And in this election, I'm going to be honest with you. They're basically in um, the union here are embedded with management. This is so corrupt. And I'm going to be real with you. This is this is basically corrupt. And a lot of people who work in the Postal Service, or if you're a black American who worked in the Postal Service, didn't have better, didn't have great treatment there, working there. They don't have great treatment. So now the co-workers are great. Don't get it twisted. Some co-workers I work with, they're great. They're like family. But when you have management who are white or white Hispanic, they're going to treat you differently because of the color of your skin. And, it, and, it, and it's, it's true. You know, they don't want to say it because they some some of them don't want to keep their jobs, provided, <clears throat> provide for their families and whatnot. But this what you see is facts. Because the thing is, is that when you live, when you're a black person living in New Mexico, it's they're going to judge you because of the color of their skin. And, and and mainly the reason why a lot of people are wanting to leave New Mexico and why the Navajo Nation, I'm going to keep it real, why did the Navajo Nation have their own land here in New Mexico? Because they want to separate, you know, the Hispanics, the whites, they don't want to deal with them, so they got their own land. And they fought for their own land there. So what I'm saying is, is that I've been here for four years you know, I, you know, when I was running for this campaign, this is also controversial because the thing of it is that there's a co-worker. I'm not going to say no names because I don't want to put him on blast or anything like that. But it's all started with him. And basically, he's been in trouble so many times for my incident. And he, he made some racially insensitive comments against me. But... The management and the union keep bringing this guy back. You know, I've been you know, wanted to testify in the arbitration, and two days before that happened, they settled, and they, he got his job back. And it's also because of white privilege. So, this is this is the problem here in New Mexico, and you know, there's some things that happen to me. You know, that I'm not going to talk about this on this podcast, but this is not important. But I will say this, though, um, this is an example how they do white privilege here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, how you see a predominantly white or white Hispanic city like this and blacks here has been discriminated against for years. Now, I see a lot of blacks got their own businesses here, but they don't have, you know, the, uh, the perks like they do with whites here in New Mexico or white Hispanics here in New Mexico. And so now, you know, with this election, I already knew this is going to happen. Um, we have a, a, a candidate who's running for local uh, president in the 331. And unfortunately, he lost. Um, you have... A, a Hispanic woman that's running for vice president and she lost. So you see all of this is pattern of what's going on. And basically, 
there are corruption in the postal service. People are gonna try to deny and say, no, nah, it's not true, we treat people fairly. And you know, what's, what's really disturbing is that you have, allegedly you have zero tolerance on racism. The problem with that is they're not enforcing it. They're not enforcing those policies. They just put it there just to put it there. And so you have that problem with, you have that problem, people are going to feel some type of way. Um, there's an incident before I even came came here that a black girl um, resigned because of her being discriminated against and she's not taking her story seriously. See, these are things that are happening in the Postal Service that people do not want to talk about. And so my election yesterday, I knew when I first even walked in the, the building, um, I knew that I, I'm going to lose yesterday. And basically, I mean, even though I have 22% of the vote, the, I mean, I'm thank God for that. But I mean... I mean, how will I win in this in this predominantly white city or predominantly white control of the Postal Service, which is predominantly white and white Hispanic? Ain't no way. Ain't no way whatsoever. But um, so I've been again, like I knew that, you know, we try to I'm, I'm glad I fought the good fight and try to help fellow New Mexicans in the Postal Service with the three through one for their rights and freedoms. And so, you know, my opponent is the better man. He's a better guy who he won, plain and simple. And again, for those of you who voted for me, thank you, and I appreciate what, I mean, appreciate what you guys did for me. You, you, I mean, you try to check, you know, you want change in the 331, but unfortunately, it's still gonna be embedded. It's still gonna be the same old, same old thing, but the better person won. And again, thanks guys for, you know, for the support, prayers and love. And sometimes when you have to, I mean, feel the loss, you got to move forward with that. And if that's any election, like if you, like you do it for president or vice president or, or any position. And when you feel that loss, you know, you have to move on from that. And that's when I'm talking, next topic, I'm talk, that's what I'm going to talk about, about, you know, accept the position in Nashville. I've been fighting to go, to go to Nashville ever since the incident with me happened. And it's like, they, they try to keep me here and they keep using my attendance policy, saying that you, you can't do this and you can't do that, using the EEO for the same situation. And at first, let me go there with that. At first, you know, we moved on after they didn't, they denied me because of my attendance policy, which is, if you work in the post office, it's this MOU policy, was dealing with attendance. So basically I tried and I, did, I got denied in Nashville, which was October. Now, two months later, and this is why I said this is also suspicious. So two months later, I got a letter from the Nashville post office saying that I got the job, even though they denied me two months, bef two months before. So I, I still, I mean, to me, this is kind of like a conspiracy in a way, 
because I believe that I'm not going to say no name, but I will say this, that there's been people from the higher ups. And when I heard when they heard that I'm running for, for this campaign, the people from the higher ups now start getting together behind the scenes, talking with management from, you know, from the Nashville facility, you know, saying, yeah, it's time, time for him to get up out of here because and they use my, my personal situation for political clout. But it is what it is. So I got the job and I'm ready to go um, and I'm ready to go to Nashville. I'm ready to go. It's time for me to move on. It's been real Albuquerque. I've been here for four years. I've been having, it's been some good times and some bad times here in the state. Um, I met some good people here. Um, and it's time for me to move on. It's time for me to move on with better things. Um, I'm going to spend time with my family in Nashville. It's, I mean, I'm looking forward to spending time with my niece and my nephews, spending time with my in-laws. I just cannot wait to go back, you know, go back home. And so it's, <laughs> it's been fun. It's been real, but it's, I mean, sometimes it's time for me to move on. You know, during the, during the past four years, officially, of being in this in this in Albuquerque in this, in New Mexico, I've learned a lot of things. I learned some tragedies. I learned some stuff that's going on here. You know, it's it, and basically, I'm for the for the first time in my life, it's like things happen for a reason. So you know, even there's been racially situations happen here. When the George Floyd, you know, situation happened here in Albuquerque, I posted this on my Facebook page, never forget it, when we had protests here. And you had graffiti of BLM here. And it, I mean, some, this is a predominantly white city, right? Predominantly white Hispanic city. And, you know, they have protests with, with George Floyd. But with that being said, like, I've learned a lot in these past four years, you know, get to know folks, try to, you know, be the person that I wanted to be as a postal worker, as a man. But sometimes, you know, we have better opportunities elsewhere. You know, sometimes you got to take it. And that's what happened in my situation. So me leaving Albuquerque for good is, is and going to Nashville is going to be a better situation, hopefully. Um, and I'm going to be a lot, be with my family, my in-laws, my, you know, my church members. And so I have to admit, I do miss being in Nashville, miss being part of the church family. Um, shouts out to Priest Lake, by the way. <laughs> but, you know, all of this, you know, I miss all of that. And, and so by me, you know, leaving this state, you know, and don't get it twisted about New Mexico. New Mexico is a pretty state. I mean, you know, you know, every weekend they had hot air balloons. It, I mean, this state is so beautiful. But when you have stuff like this happening here as well, like when it comes to discrimination, racism, which they don't want to talk about, then and, and then you have you, and you feeling uncomfortable and being in in a city that's three percent black, 
you have you're gonna have even harder time staying here and, and you'll have you know being uncomfortable being here. So it's it is it's really no, it's really ridiculous of how you know this is basically turned out. But um, you know I it, it, it see the thing of it is is that it's, it, it's I mean yeah I mean let, let's say not I'm gonna put it like this not all people are racist. I'm gonna get it, I mean here in New Mexico some people who are white and white Hispanic they respect you but you know when it comes to people from the higher up and some people. They and I already know how they are. Let's just put it like that. I just know how they are. For me, it's I mean, it's been time. And again, like I like I'd like to thank my coworkers in the postal service. You know, for some of them who treated me with love, respect, and treated me like I'm part of the family. Um, we we always got get-togethers. You know. You know, some just give me, just get some food and everything and enjoy, you know, enjoy each other's company. And, and, you know, and it's funny that New Mexicans are like neighbors. I mean, some New Mexicans will knock on your door one day and say, you okay? You need anything? Blah, 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 blah. Because that's how they are. But when you basically been here for, I mean, been here for, for four years now, and it's now time for me to move on. It's, you know, it's really showing you that when it comes to living here, if you're a black person living in New Mexico, it's going to be even harder to be well adjust, especially if you come from another state. It's hard to be, you know, being here and as well, you know, being well adjusted. So, so it's, it's it's basically showing you now that I've learned from experience. I've learned, you know, dealing with folks in the postal service, dealing with people in Albuquerque alone. Um, I met with good again. I met with good people here, um, and I knew this would be my last time seeing the city. When I was in New Year's, when it was when New Year's Eve of this year, twenty twenty four. This is for the first and not the and the last time I walked through downtown at night before you know for 2024 even hit. I'm looking around it's, it's, and this is an, an emotional thing. Like this is an emotional for anybody that's been here longer than expected. But um again, it's been I mean, I, again I like to thank the people of Albuquerque, I think the state of New Mexico for, you know, having this opportunity to know the state, to get to know the state, to get to know the people around the state. Um, And, you know, by the end of the month, I'm out of here. By the end of January, I'm leaving Albuquerque for good. And going to Nashville and move on to Nashville, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna be with people, be with my in-laws, be with family, you know, and, and uh, watch my nieces and nephews graduate from high school. So I'm going there basketball games, going there sports events, you know. So again, I'm gonna be in Nashville with a smile on my face. Um, you know, was I disappointed about? This election yesterday, yes, I was. 
but I'm not, you know, sad about it because I, I figured that this election go that direction. Um, but I will tell you guys this though, you know, me personally, Lions Den is going to move forward. Um, I'm going to do now. I mean, I'm going to do more travel, travel news, cruise news on my YouTube channel. I'm going, you know, do live streams on, on a cruise ship, an upcoming cruise ships, um, whether it's Carnival, whether it's Royal Caribbean, uh, whether it's, uh, Norwegian, um, Virgin Voyager, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to get involved in all of that, my wife and I. So we will, we're going to do a lot of stuff together on, on this cruise ship. So I'm very happy that this time, this time that, you know, it's, it's very, it's very hard because you've been in the state for, for four years, but you know that sometimes it's time to move on to better things. And this is my better things. So, so before I end this podcast, again, I would like to thank the people of New Mexico, the people of Albuquerque, um, the people in the post office for showing me love, respect, and showing, you know, brotherhood for everything that they've done. But as Tupac, the late, great Tupac Shakur says in one of his songs, life goes on. Um, people change in the blink of an eye. So this is my final goodbye. And I love you guys. Um, keep fighting for New Mexicans. And um, see you when I see you. And Lions Den is out the building. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Be sure to listen to it right here on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. And I'll talk to you in my next next podcast. It's Lions Den signing off. Deuces.